0: I took one sip of coffee and immediately spilled it on my shirt. Such is my life. <sighs> and right, let's just get started. Game face. Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to Broad Street Hockey's post game on Facebook Live. My name is Bill Mats. I am your director of fun and games for the evening. Not a ton of fun, or really, uh, not not really a game if you're if you're a Flyer or a Flyers fan tonight a brutal freaking loss uh to San Jose. San Jose coming off a shutout last uh or yesterday afternoon, they lost to the Islanders. Um you know, really looking to get it started, they haven't been really all that great uh to start the year, but they were absolutely great tonight and uh really really showed up the Flyers. And uh, that's just that's just kind of what happened tonight uh, at the Wells Fargo Center for the home opener. The Farg was not everything tonight. It was a uh, it was a it was a it was a beating. It's 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 what they took. Um, I, I don't want to blame Elliot for this one solely, but I will say the first two goals really put them in a hole. Uh, the first one, I mean, he's staring at the shooter. He's got all day. The defender's in the middle, taking away the pass. And was it Couture on the first one? Just put it off of him into the net. I mean, it, it hit him on the pad and got by him. Uh, the second one, he throws out that big rebound, uh, and and that's what happens there. So, I mean, the first one, uh, that was the Proverov turnover. So, I mean, yeah, that's on him. He, he's he been really fighting the puck. Um, damn, I'd say since the playoffs, he's really been fighting the puck after the big goal-scoring regular season last year but i think elliot really put them in the hole but then you know the team responded with uh with just a shit effort um after that and uh, they had some chances couldn't bury them i don't i i hate to try to be positive and say i don't think it was as bad as the real lopsided score because when you lose by that money when you lose by that many you freaking sucked but uh Flyers created some opportunities and just could not bury them. And it seemed like every single chance San Jose got went in the back of the net. But, of course, that has a lot to do with defensive zone coverage, uh, rebounds when your opportunities are literally wide open, you know, slam dunks on the side of the net. I mean, they're going to go in most of the time. Uh, so it's, you know, some a, a lot to clean up there. A lot to clean up. Uh, I, I still, I'm not... I'm not, you know, the sky is falling, the world is ending, this team stinks, oh my god. They clearly have some problems that they're going to work out. Uh, the veterans just need to kind of get going. Guys like Nolan Patrick just really need to have more of an impact. And god damn, man, that D, de- I mean, I need to see, Agostas Bear, sure. You know, he gets the goal tonight, power play, goal, nice play by Drew to get it out to him. Wayne Simmons battling in front, uh, i like to see that. I just need to see more out of everybody, and I'm not I'm not certain that we're not going to get it. It's just, all right, one and two now. That's You just got blown out at home. Now you have to go to Ottawa. This is a gift. This is a gift coming off of a game like tonight and getting to go to Ottawa. Ottawa, I don't care. They are freaking terrible. They're an embarrassment. They're barely, if at all, even an NHL team. You need to go into Ottawa and just blow their doors off tomorrow, and there's no excuse for anything otherwise. It uh, looks like Calvin Pickard's going to get the start tomorrow. Um, that's all we can really hope for is just blow the shit out of Ottawa tomorrow. And that's that's all. Why is my phone blowing up? This is so professional of me. Uh, let's put it on airplane mode. There we go. All right. And with that, let's... Uh... Oh, I can't only scroll. so I hate how I can't scroll all the way to the top, but all right. Provorov needs to wake up from Tom. Yeah, I think that's a good good place to start right there. That turnover that led to the first goal, he just seems like he's been fighting the puck. Uh, let's play a drinking game. Let's all name the Flyers' goaltender since 93. No thanks. Fire hack? Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it hasn't been the same team for the last eight years. They're they've i mean look at the rosters they've changed quite a bit why did elliot play the whole game they wanted to they want to have pickard fresh for tomorrow it's back to backs they're just going to let him come in with a clean slate tomorrow you got to weigh the injury risk you don't want elliot playing two games in a row i i get it it's it's a calculated move uh and it's and it's definitely you know devaluing the game that you're in and looking ahead to tomorrow, but when you're in back-to-backs early and you have a goalie situation like the Flyers do where everybody's hurt, um, I get it. I I don't really blame them. There's plenty to blame them for. I don't blame them for that. Hey, Bill, how much worse can Myers or Friedman be? What can be done with this defense? I mean, at this point, I don't need those guys playing, but if this is really how slow the whole defense is, they need something because they could not keep up tonight. Is it just me or has Provorov not looked good this season so far? No, he definitely isn't um, picking up where he left off in the last regular season. Oh, my God. I can't keep up with the comments. Why did they leave Elliott in? Just because, you know. What the hell is with Hack leaving in? Uh, They just had to get it. They just had to get it till tomorrow. Uh, So many odd man rushes. They really really just weren't able to slow them down through the neutral zone and that looked to be a strength uh against uh against Vegas in the opener I was really pleased with the way because Vegas is a team that tries to rush you to death tries to build build uh build momentum and you know try to beat you with speed through the neutral zone and uh, the combination of stretch passes and the flyers uh and not just the defensemen when I say the d it's everybody it's all five skaters um just not enough control not keeping guys in front of them not keeping plays in front of them getting burned with stretch passes getting uh getting caught flat-footed uh you, you know at the point or coming back uh on the counter rush so it's uh it's a lot to clean up what time is tomorrow's game i believe seven thirty. uh no hextall didn't win in la he was assistant and lombardi made the calls yeah, he was, you know, they, they developed a team there, and he was a big part of it, and uh, Hextall's brought that here. Uh, this is the first year that they haven't been rebuilding. The Flyers were in a rebuild up until now. And, I mean, eight years ago, like, eight years ago, they were in the Cup Final, and they had Chris Pronger. So I, I, it's nothing close to the same team for the last eight years. Patrick was not good. I think Patrick, uh, until that last turnover, which was freaking brutal, that led to the uh, led to the shorthanded goal. I, I think he's starting to play himself into a rhythm. Um, I like the other aspects of his game to start. He just wasn't doing much in the offensive zone. I thought he was a little more active in the offensive zone tonight. But they, uh, he absolutely is a guy they need to get going. Um, I want to see this line if. I hate the idea that every time something goes wrong, they have to switch up the lines. Like, if, if you believe that this forward group can get it done, um, keep this group together. Don't switch right back to something. Don't go with don't go with something else. Let's see some consistency and see if guys can build some chemistry together. Um, switching back after one game is really going to piss me off. Um, I was interested to see how that uh, Patrick Lindblom connecting line would play together. And didn't really didn't really flash for me a whole lot, but I, I wanna just see what they can do with another game tomorrow. Put this one behind you, pretend it never happened, and, and go from there. How many goals was Amac out for? Just curious. I believe it was three at even strength. Uh, let's check the old summary here. See how many was actually... Is it the event? I never guess right. No, nope, it's always the game summary. I never guess which link in the box score to click. I should just open all of them, but I hate having that many tabs open, you know? It's just so busy. Alright, Couture. Uh, no McDonald. Here's McDonald one, one, two, three, four, was this one yeah four four goals he was on the ice for so half fifty percent uh not too bad. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it, this was a discouraging effort from the full defense and Andrew McDonald showed you why we're so frustrated with Andrew McDonald all the time. I felt like Proverov had multiple instances where he seemed uncomfortable tonight, puck bobbles and poor passes. I think he's been fighting the puck. He seemed uncomfortable with the puck since his uh since he separated his shoulder against Pittsburgh, I would say. Uh, Say what you will about the players. I'm sick of Hackstall's BS. I mean, maybe after the second or third goal, I would have called a timeout, but the players on the ice have to get it done. I don't like the coach. I don't want Hackstall here. I I just, I, I, I don't know what the coach can do when the team just isn't good tonight. Everyone was horrible except for Rafi. I like, uh... It was a shame they started piling up penalties and just kind of the effort really dipped in the second half of the game because I liked what I was seeing from the penalty kill early and Raffle was a big part of it. Lawton too. Uh, I'm liking they're using Sanheim on the penalty kill. I think they might only be using him when um, one of the regular defensemen is in the box, but that has happened quite a bit so far. Uh, and he's looked pretty decent. So I want to see that continue as well because they need guys who can win races and do something um, when they actually do get to a loose puck in the defensive zone on the penalty kill. And I think he's a guy can, who can do that. So, you know, I want to see that continue. Hopefully a wake-up call for the boys. That's Hopefully they're pissed off and they, they come out uh, they come out tomorrow the way San Jose came out tonight and just had, you know, we're going to win this game. You know, that's all that's going to happen. That That's how San Jose played tonight after getting shut out in uh, against the Islanders yesterday. So we can just hope that that's what comes from this. So did Hexie botch the offseason by not aggressively upgrading the defense? I don't know how... I- there were only so many there's only so many defensemen available yes i wanted eric carlson and i i I went on about it every single day during uh every single show during the offseason i talked about how you should just go out and get eric carlson this team has enough assets to make anything happen um but it appears that ottawa was just never going to send him to an eastern conference team now they're a shit organization and that's a dumb decision but you can't make a deal happen if one side isn't interested. I really don't know how else they could have uh, upgraded the D. Um, you know, Dan Ham, who's signed in Nashville, and he didn't want to come here when he was in his prime. So you know, he, he's going back to where he started. I can't imagine he would have come here. I, I, I don't know really what they could have done to aggressively upgrade the defense other than Assume Provorov is going to take another set step forward. Assume the to despair we saw last year is uh, is what he is. Assume Sanheim's going to take uh, a step and be a big part. Assume Haig's going to be better than he was as a rookie. Assume Gutis gets back to more what he was two years ago. Um, you know, and hope McDonald doesn't kill you. Tonight He he wasn't good. He really hasn't been good. Uh, I've always said he's average. He's a he's a sixth defenseman, and if you have five good guys a- ahead of him, that's cool. Uh, but he's playing below that right now. Raffle was a beast on the penalty kill, so there is that. Absolutely. Uh, I think there are things to take away and move forward with from this game. But uh, when you just lay a freaking egg in your home opener, it's it just... It, it's more... Uh, I'm not even that discouraged by the game... It's just the optics of it. Like, come on, guys. Get it done in the first one at home. Has Hack developed any young players? If that's his MO, what have we seen? I mean, they've got a lot of young guys on this team, and they're all contributors. I mean, last year we were talking about... uh, you know, Ivan Provorov deserved Norris votes. Shane Goss's got Norris votes. Nolan Patrick came along in the second half of last year. Oscar Lindblom came up and looked like he belonged. I really don't think developing young guys is his biggest problem. My biggest problem with Hackstall is the team comes out slow, but they've often come out slow. Uh, you know, before Hack. Under Craig Berube and under Peter Laviolette, they've come out slow. And tonight, to their credit, they came out with pressure, and then they give up the one goal, and then right off the faceoff, they give up another one, and all of a sudden you're in a 2-0 hole because uh, the other team got a couple of bounces. Provorov makes a bad play, and the goalie couldn't buy a save. And then it really just fell apart from there. My, my number one issue with Dave Haxtell is uh, his handling of the goaltending situation. It's I mean, he played Brian Elliott every game in the month of December last year, you can't do that. You can't do that with a really good goalie in his prime, let alone you know, a 32-year-old who's supposed to be in a tandem. Now he's 33. He leaves him in for the whole game tonight, hopefully because you know he wants Pickard to be fresh tomorrow, but we'll have to see how he handles his situation going forward. Is the sound not good? i got to scroll down to see. Sounds good, though, guys? All right. I don't know. Uh, I think it is. No panic button or anything, but if they lose to Ottawa, I just don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Good now? Okay, cool. Um, nights like this will not help future crowds. The Flyers haven't had a ton of trouble drawing. I mean, like, their low is, like, 96% capacity. Uh, people like hockey, yeah. I, I wish they would win games, but I, I don't know. If you like going to hockey games, you like going to hockey games. I thought Tampa was the only Eastern team close to a deal, deal for Eric Carlson. I don't even know if that was true, if it was just wishful thinking or you know, someone got a tip that they called. I don't know uh, what the... It doesn't appear, based on the trade that was made, and how uh, Ottawa requires an extra first-round pick from San Jose if they turn around and flip him to an Eastern Conference team. It doesn't appear like Ottawa had any interest in moving him to the to the East at all. Too sloppy and they aren't on the same page. No fluidity, no chemistry, terrible coverage. The team is better in how they played tonight, but they need to get it together soon? Yeah, absolutely. If you go in and lay an egg in Ottawa... Um, you know, they once fired Peter Laviolette after three games. <laughs> you know? I don't think that that's what's going to happen. And I don't know if it should. After you go through a full offseason, you can have a coaching search. Then you go through a full camp and you give a guy a vote of confidence by starting the season with him. I don't know if it's the smartest move to fire a guy after four games. But I will have serious, serious issues if there's a, uh, you know, if, if there isn't a big response in Ottawa tomorrow. Um... Someone brought up, someone tweeted me that the Vets should have played more in the preseason. And I get that you're really counting on these guys to stay healthy for, you know, the, uh, to stay healthy for the full, for the full season. You don't want to push them. Jake Voracek, you know, talked in the, uh, talked in the preseason about how he doesn't feel like he needs a ton to really get going, doesn't want to overexert himself, uh, when you are looking at playing an 82 game season and, you know, a possible, you know, what, 28-game playoff, uh, I, I get you don't. But when you look at, like like Jim said, too sloppy, aren't on the same page, no fluidity, no chemistry, uh, things like gap control, all the coverage in the defensive zone, it's all not there right now. You wonder, should we have seen more of the uh, of the regulars in the preseason? Uh, it's great when a guy like Vorobiev takes advantage of, of the opportunities given to him. But, you know, maybe we could have got more Nolan Patrick and Limblom and Voracek involved uh, together before, oh, yeah, it'll just work because it it makes sense, or, you know, the JVR proposed line before they move Limblom there. Oh, yeah, it just makes sense on paper, so we'll just throw it out there, and then after one game, you've broken them up. Uh, Maybe we could have just got some more of everything we thought, you know, once it becomes clear, Varobiev's the 3C. Phil Myers was never making this team out of camp. It just wasn't going to happen. Um, maybe we should have just got more out of the guys to get them ready. Because hitting the ground running is important. And in a division that I believe to be very winnable. And most importantly, you don't want the 2-3 matchup. Win the division, get the wild card matchup. That's a huge advantage right now. Um, the 2-3 and three in this division have to play each other and it eliminates a good team. Uh no the playoff format isn't great, but ever it's just that every point's going to count. And if it all of a sudden, you know, oh yeah, we're playing Pittsburgh in the first round again. Well, there goes the whole goal of winning a playoff series. Now yeah, I think they do match up better with Pittsburgh and I fully expect this team to get their shit together and be better as the season goes along. This is game 3 of 82, and I want to keep that in perspective. That's why I let off BSH Radio on Monday by making everybody say something positive because as much as we want to hate on the coach and uh, everything that goes wrong with this team, we just want to trash McDonald. We want to ask where's the leadership, blah, 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 hate the goalie. We're two and three games into the season when, you know, it's a lot of teams struggle out of the gate. Like I just said, uh, Valtteri Filippa and Leo Komarov were the big signings for the freaking... uh, for the freaking islanders and they shut out the sharks yesterday not everything is what it's going to be in december and in february and going into the playoffs it's a gradual build but at the same time every point matters and when you're trying to win a division like the flyers are you just can't have freaking home clunkers like this Gutis will never be what he was because the league doesn't want hits anymore. Uh, There are plenty of teams that still hit. Uh, There are plenty of teams that still hit, and he can be aggressive without being stupid. The league doesn't want hits to the head. The league doesn't want hits from behind. The league doesn't want you going like this and trying to chop a guy in the head with your stick when he's prone on the ice. You can still play physical. Bruins came back from a huge defeat against the Caps. Sharks came back from a significant defeat recently. I wouldn't be surprised to see us bounce back very strong tomorrow, but that doesn't solve the problems tonight showcase. Uh, yeah, no, I, I very much agree. They need to come out and beat the beat the crap out of Ottawa tomorrow, but that doesn't necessarily solve the issues that we're seeing with this team right now because Ottawa stinks. Everybody else in the league should beat the crap out of Ottawa. Lack of physical response has me bothered more than the score. I would have liked... I, I don't know. I, I. Again, I think while the score was terrible and the Flyers were not good tonight, we're looking at a much closer game if the Flyers can capitalize on a lot of chances that they capitalized even last year. And I know that's the difference in most games. I'm not as discouraged by the score... Uh, I really don't think that they gave up on this game until, like, midway through the third. I just think they got beat tonight. I think before changing the lines, Hack needs to find the best defensive pairing combinations. I almost hate to want to break up the top pair, but I mean, even but that's the with Provorov playing the way he is right now. I kind of want him out there, with ghost for confidence. Um, you, you just kind of gotta hold it together and hope the offense has to take advantage of their uh, the offense has to take advantage of their opportunities, and they need to help defensively as well. It's not just about the two defensemen in the defensive zone. You know, when there are two guys in front of the net. Yes, you're going to have one defenseman in the corner or wherever the puck is. You're going to have another defenseman in front of the net. If there's a second... The center has to be low, too. And the wingers need to help out in battles along the boards. It's it's a it's a full-team effort out there. D is really slow. Uh, and that's... Like I said, I don't know how much Myers or Friedman... Hmm. Yeah, I just... I don't, especially Friedman. I don't know how how ready he is. Uh, Myers is an up-and-down guy, but his up is so high, I think I could live with the down. Um, the, the Just the fact that they can skate and get the pucks and help with the breakout, I think, would be huge. Put Gritty on the ice. I don't see why not. SJ Defense put pressure on when they were shorthanded. We sat back and let them do anything. Um, yeah, I... I think the penalty kill has been better. The first half of tonight's game, I I think the penalty kill was good. I think the effort really dipped in the second half. If only Hack got the lobby treatment. I mean, yeah, I I thought it was kind of stupid to fire a coach three games into the season, but that's who the Flyers were back then. Um, they, They then went and hired freaking Craig Berube. Granted, they made the playoffs that year, so you can only question it so much. I need to plug this in. Where is my charger? There we go. Laptop. Power. Boom. Won't lose that now. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was dumb to fire a coach three games into the season then. I still think it's dumb now, but yeah, if if they're ever going to do it. I mean, LaViolette is a guy. Uh, he's a coach for a good team, and they were no longer a good team, so I get it. Um, Hackstall seems to be here for the long haul, and I don't like it any more than you do, but it appears to be a fact of life. I wouldn't want to fire him unless there's a logical replacement who fits the goals long term. I agree. Uh, Even though I'm not Hacks fan, coaching changes uh, so soon or for temporary replacements isn't the way to go. And that's a, like, this team was the team, oh, we're going to trade our captain. We're going to trade our lead goal scorer. We're going to fire our coach. You know, we're going to go out and get, like, the big name free agent, even though he was just bought out. It's still a name, so let's do it, like. The reactionary stuff didn't work for so long. Maybe they are in a bit of an overcorrective process right now, but I think the long-term outlook is still good, and I know we've been hearing that for a while, but I believe it to be true. Um, But they do need something that wakes them up right now because nights like tonight just can't happen. This wasn't a goaltending problem. You could put somebody like Hassock in their prime that gave up tonight, and they'd have given up at least five goals, maybe all eight. Elliott's been fine so far. Yeah, uh, those first two goals were garbage. Those first two goals were bad, and they're on him. The big rebound, the first shot hit him. uh, No, those first two goals are on him. Like I said, the response after that, bad. But if the goalie's only job is to stop a puck on a perfectly defended play, well, that's never, ever going to happen, so just play with six guys and have an empty net. I- I- I'm i so s- Bill, am I crazy to think Hack could actually bench Provy and play Follin for a few games at this point? That is never going to happen. Uh, is this a Gordon Murphy thing? The defense seems to play really passive. I know Hexy knows his coaches, but the results don't lie. I just—I I don't know. I can't imagine—I don't know what the problem is, especially in front of the net. I, I don't understand what the defensive zone coverage problems are at this point. There are just so many wide-open guys all the time. I, I, I don't know who to blame it on at this point because it's constant. With JVR Hurt, this is last year's team, except we have Misha versus Philpola. Yeah, and that's an upgrade. I mean, that's an upgrade, because Philpola couldn't skate and Vorobiev can. Um, but, yeah, it's about guys taking a step forward. That's the that's the other thing. Patrick's supposed to be better. Lindblom's supposed to be better. Konechny's supposed to be better. Proverov's supposed to be better. Haig's supposed to be better. Sanheim's supposed to be better. That's the idea of going, this is what we... Oh, let's go with the young team. They'll they'll progress, and that's what we're going with. We're Let us not lose focus of that this is three games. I am upset. I am as upset as everyone watching, but three games. Good teams bounce back from bad losses, so tomorrow's a test of the mental strength of this roster. Tomorrow's absolutely a test. Uh, I don't want to just come out and win you know 4-3 in overtime against Ottawa. Well, that may be exciting if something cool happens. Um I beat Ottawa cuz they stink. I feel like we couldn't even catch passes tonight. It was just a bad night overall, and it being the home opener just made it even worse. Yeah, like uh, tonight was bad, but it's almost om- it's uh, it's optically worse than it than it was. Uh, like Everything that could have went wrong did, from posts to uh, being deep pressuring because you're getting scoring chances and creating opportunities, turning into odd man rushes against, um, you know, bad rebound. It just seemed like every everything that could have went wrong tonight did. Is it time to call up Goldborn? Is it too early to play that card? Hey, Listen, I hope you're co- I hope you're kidding, uh, but hey, if the fourth line is going to feature Yuri Laterra, is he more useful than Goldborn? I don't think so. I would love a fourth line that featured Lawton, Raffle, and Goldborn. <laughs> it's crazy the scores so far this season across the league, and almost taking me away from the ledge considering what happened uh, so far with the Bruins, Pittsburgh, etc. Uh, yeah, um, that's the other thing. Early in the season, most teams can't defend. Uh, this shit, we oh my God, Austin Matthews is on pace for 240 points. And oh my God, this goalie's goals against is nine and a half. And it, it does calm down and teams get into defensive rhythm. It takes a little bit to catch up. I just wish the Flyers offense was there. That's kind of... If, if this game was 8... If the Flyers lose this game 8-7, not nearly as upset tonight. They were outplayed so badly in the first, they were exhausted. We couldn't pass. Uh, we had no defensive speed. Center was too high. And poor Elliot, no protection. Yeah, they were... It was such a bummer because... For the first time that I can remember, they actually came out and got some pressure early in the first period, and then as soon as they give up that one goal, it's just like air out of the balloon, man. Tonight was not all Moose's fault by a long shot. No, I, I wouldn't blame Elliot for for really anything after the first two goals, but I very much blame the first two goals on him. I agree with uh, your sentiment that most coaches are the same and they don't affect the game that much, but what can anyone possibly say Hex- Hackstall does well? Uh, what does management see in him? He's made the playoffs two out of three years. That's, that's all I can say. I don't know. I cannot even believe I'm reading someone asking to trade for a goalie. For fuck's sake, we don't need any more goalies. I mean, they could use a really good one, though. Um, I think there's a chance not now not 3 games in and not when you have no clarity about what your uh what your goalie situation really is because Lions hurt and Neuvert is hurt and Pickard you're going to get to see him for the first time tomorrow and Elliot played well in the first game played decent in the second game played like trash tonight um I, I, hart you know he's played what one professional game now um you know Stoley is Stoley he's 24 year old Couple major knee surgeries. See how he responds after basically missing all of last year. Um, you don't really have any clarity at the position, but I could see later in the season if this team is making a push and they need one thing, and that one thing is goaltender. I could see I could see them targeting a the goaltender later, um, or maybe Hart's great and they bring him up for the playoffs like Matt Murray. That would be awesome too. That would just make my day. But uh, right now. I don't think it makes a ton of sense. Why, 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 why is Andrew McDonald on this team? I am so sick of seeing him. Because he signed a five-year contract because Paul Holmgren didn't know what he was doing. That's why. A lot of our good boys are just not playing better right now, emphasis on right now. Yeah, I, I do expect this team to improve as the season goes along, much as I did last year, and they did because they do have a lot of young guys. Um, but shit like tonight just can't happen. There are just too many things went wrong tonight. Too many areas of the game faltered tonight, and you can't have it. I mean, when your number one defenseman is coughing up pucks, leading the— leading to uh, leading to odd man rushes when you give up yet another shorthanded goal when you're taking how many penalties did they have tonight? I mean, geez uh, five? I thought it was more than five um, yeah, it seemed seemed like more than that but that's still, I mean, you know ten minutes on the penalty kill is too many um, that's, that's half of one period you spent shorthanded, hard to win that way I just thought, you know, defensive zone coverage like I said, bad, the goalie to start early bad, just couldn't couldn't cash in on your opportunities, especially early. Hitting posts, making an extra pass. Just too many areas of the game faltered tonight. Hack's uh, inability to make adjustments is the number one reason for this. The NHL, so close player-wise that coaching has to be the difference. That can be the case. Um, he is somewhat stubborn. Um, players just got to play better than they did tonight, though. But overall, yeah, Hack is a Hack is a problem. Um I still don't know how big of a problem... I don't know if he's just a run-of-the-mill coach or a bad coach. That's the thing. Is he just your regular old, oh, yeah, well, we'll see, kind of coach? Or is he actively hurting them? I don't know until the roster's better. Now, did he have the possibility to make this roster better Um, by keeping a guy like Myers around? Sure. How much better? I don't know. Uh, I I get what coaches would get frustrated about Phil Myers watching him because he makes so many good plays and then all of a sudden you go, what the shit was that? Granted, you have a couple of guys on this team, Andrew McDonald in particular, who makes a bunch of just bad plays and every now and then doesn't doesn't even make a positive play, just doesn't screw up and is a fixture in the lineup. Yuri Latera gets investigated. They use the remaining stash in game one. Next two games, they lose. Coincidence? I think not. Uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta conserve, I guess. The Sharks always seem to have the Flyers number, and I figured they would lose tonight, but nothing as bad as this. Jeez. Uh, this is nowhere near the worst uh, Sharks game I've ever seen, uh, simply because a couple of years ago, I was covering a game in the press box. I'm going to be honest with you. I went out the night before, didn't know I had coverage, thought someone else was doing it. Uh, I believe I was with Sons of Penn at the time. Um, Went out the night before, didn't know I had coverage. Got a call like, hey, you you have the game today, right? I was like, oh shit. Ran over to the FARG, went in, was wearing, I didn't even realize, like a a Sharks blue sweater. It was like the only thing I had. Uh, Came out of the game, the Flyers lost, overtime shootout or something, I think maybe. And a couple of drunk Flyers fans jumped me in the parking lot, so this is not uh, close to the worst Flyers game I've seen, or f- worst Flyers-Sharks game I've seen, but um, scoreboard-wise, pretty ugly. What about NAK? Nicholas aube q bell uh, I would love to see the guy here. I wish he was on the fourth line. I would love to, if if they're not going to use Wheel as a fourth liner, and I'm talking about when this team is healthy. He's probably your best option right now, but he was not good tonight either. Uh, let's see that wheel stat line if NHL.com ever loads. Where are you, Wheeler? Here he is, nine forty-five of ice time, minus one, and that is his only. Uh, that is his only stat line. Uh, one of three forwards without a, sh- or one of four forwards without a shot on goal. Voracek didn't have one shot. That's not, that's not acceptable. Um, Provorov and Sanheim, neither one had a shot on goal. Jesus, that's not good either. Whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, I would, I would. If they're not going to use, that's how I got started here. Uh, if they're not going to use Wheel in a fourth line role. I would love to see Lawton center that line and uh, NAK on one of the wings with Raffle. Um That would just be your best, that would be your best fourth line, I believe. Uh, and that's when JVR is back and we have the three, we have the, you know, our first, what, nine, our top nine forwards are uh, are what they're supposed to be. Um, but, yeah, man, anything's probably better than than Laterra, but he uh, Yuri Laterra far from the Flyers' biggest problem tonight. And when that happens, uh, they're gonna lose. Team better play 60 minutes tomorrow and absolutely dominate. No excuse for what happened tonight. You can't lay any team. You can't let any team come into your house on your opening night and bend you over like that. Feel horrible for all the fans who actually paid money to witness that train wreck. I agree. I was at the game. Highlight of the night was listening to the boos for McDonald and Weiss. Um, the highlight of the game for me was—I believe it was the third. Or it might have been the end of the second. Might have been the third period. I think it was the end of the second. Um, Laterra got the puck, top of the circle near the boards, and just like let this little let this little shot go, and missed the net by like five feet. And Arundel never saw, like, didn't realize what happened until he heard the. Till you heard the puck hit the, the backboards, and then you saw him react. Like, what the hell was that? Oh, shit. Like, and it was, I just, I, I i found that very amusing. In a game that had very few highlights for a Flyers fan, um, I found that to be quite entertaining. Why did Wheel only play nine minutes? That was, uh, that's a good question. I guess they just didn't like what they saw out of him. A lot of the game was, I mean... Yeah, a lot of the game was played at special teams. Um yeah sharks had five power plays flyers had six so yeah 22 total penalty minutes so there's a decent amount of special teams play i guess that probably played a role but i i would like to see him get out there more because if you're gonna use him use him i i don't know but i don't know good question Elliott was the least of the problems tonight. Uh, Five-hole goal was bad, but Dell stood on his head. It's game three. I'm not going to lose my mind. D hung Elliott out to dry. Yes, again, absolutely. Elliott uh, was hung out to dry by the by everybody in front of him. Um, but the first two goals are on the goalie, and they're in a 2-0 hole early because the goalie couldn't buy a save. I think he let two of the first three shots in, if I remember correctly. that's that, Both of them were bad. Uh, the, the rebound he let up on the second goal was terrible. Um, but yeah, everyone was bad tonight, and Aaron was very good, of course, you know, the other team plays their backups, so the Flyers don't score, uh, and they hit a bunch of posts and just, uh, like, just couldn't finish plays off tonight, like, they were there to be made, I'm not saying the Flyers played with the Sharks tonight, because they didn't, um, but I think they could have played them a lot closer, and if they cash in on some of their, some of their opportunities, it's a different game, because the game's close, uh, but uh, it's, this is on every single guy who is in a uniform tonight. Scott Lawton is playing well. He is. Why don't we bring up goalies from Lehigh Valley? For as long as I remember, the goalie situation has been poor. Uh, because in Lehigh Valley right now, you have Carter Hart, who's 20 and has played one professional game, and you have Anthony Stolarz, who's never cemented himself as anything more than a potential backup. Um, and missed all of last season and has had multiple knee surgeries. You kind of don't know what your goalie situation is right now. Uh, At a certain point this season, I think you're going to have to, but right now, you just have to play better in front because your goalies are um, mediocre, to say the least. Okay, two things. First off, is this JVR injury more significant than it seems? And second, three games into the season, what the hell is going on? Um, was traveling from Vegas to Denver, back to Philly. Too much. What's our deal these past two games? It's tough to start out on the road like they did. I, I, I don't really, I didn't really have a huge. You know, you want to win every single game, obviously. But going, starting out with with Vegas and and Colorado splitting is fine. Three points would have been better than two. You know, four would be excellent. But I didn't have a problem splitting. But then coming back, it's not like these were back to backs you know, you last played Saturday, you had plenty of time, um, although I will say, having been to Denver, um, some people, not me, but everyone I traveled with, uh, has had problems dealing with the, uh, dealing with the change of altitude, both when you get there and then when you get back, but I, that's not an excuse for professional athletes to me, um, but I, I, I don't know. It's it's tough to really draw any conclusions because I think all three of these games have played out differently. I'll admit I was one of them, but it's pretty clear when the booze start, they all lose their heads and are gripping their sticks too tight. Got to learn to be able to drown out the noise. This is a team that has reacted to things like that, um, you know, throughout the core's tenure here. When things are going good, they're flying, we're all listening to knock-knock together. And when things go bad and suddenly the crowd starts to turn a little, they snowball. And it's absolutely, um, I won't say a failure of leadership, but it's something that needs to be addressed from the coach to the captains to everybody. The veterans need to to steady this thing as much as the coach does. I hope that's whiskey in that bottle. I am uh, working the overnight tonight. Uh, you can hear me talk more about this game, and all things Philly sports, on 94WIP from 2 a.m. to 5.30 on the Big Daddy Graham Show. I usually work Thursday nights the Friday mornings, uh, whatever you want to call it, 2 a.m. to 5.30, but of course the Eagles play this week, so my night gets switched to tonight, which is fine because, hey, the Flyers are on, so I'm going to get to talk some Flyers hockey. Wish it was a win, but uh, anytime I get to talk Flyers hockey on, you know, the number one sports radio station in this city, pretty good night. Myers made one major mistake, just one. Yes, in the pre- in that, that preseason game where he made that huge turnover, we all knew what was coming. It was a great excuse to send him down. Uh, I do think he can get sloppy, um, and he takes a lot of risks, and they normally pay off, but uh, I can see why a coach would get frustrated. However, like I said, I think the highs are much higher than the lows, and it's worth it, um... sounds like this may be Bob's last year with Columbus. Think the Flyers will sign him back on as a starting goalie? They're absolutely not going to sign him. Um, they have a goalie in the in the wings. His name's Carter Hart. They're not going to make the same mistake they did with Bob Rovsky in having a great prospect and bringing in, you know, an a, a, an aging guy uh, for a big free agent contract. That's exactly how they lost Bob Rovsky, and, you know, we all know what happened there. Uh, I do think... There is a s- slim, but I believe there to be a possibility that Columbus is just out of it, um, you know, around the trade deadline. And like I said, I think there's a possibility the Flyers do bring in a goalie at some point um, if they're making a run and just really do need an upgraded goalie. And I would love for it to be Babarowski. That would be a lot of fun. No, Nick, I don't know the logic in... AMAC's a-, a-, a veteran, we know that. That's just how they. That's just how they operate. It's the veterans get the benefit of the doubt. He's asking about Andrew McDonald, turnover machine. Yet he's with the team, and Phil Myers made one mistake in the preseason and got sent down. It's because Phil Myers hasn't quote unquote earned it yet. He hasn't earned the benefit of the doubt. Now you, you can poke holes in that logic all you want. We do regularly on Broad Street Hockey Radio, but I'm just telling you that's the way it is with this. Voracek hit the post behind Dell that's not a shot no uh, a shot is a shot on goal is something that if the goalie wasn't there it um, if the goalie wasn't there it'd be a goal uh, if the goalie wasn't there on a shot that hits the post it would still be you know you hit the post you didn't score I'd rather see the Finnish drug lord play defense than Andrew McDonald. There are so many guys, like, I, I know you're joking here, and Yuri Lazara isn't my first choice, but there are so many, like, mediocre forwards that I think would be well-served by a switch to defense to give themselves more time, and if they have the hands of a forward. like I, I, Don't get me started on this stuff, because I think about it way too often. Gritty would have scored. Maybe he would have. You mentioned Provorov fighting the puck since his shoulder injury in the playoffs. Do you think he's still dealing with some level of injury? <sighs> Maybe it's mental. Maybe he's just fighting the puck. Uh, someone tweeted me a really good article um, that cited Adam Oates, who thinks players, like, he believes up to 75% of players aren't using the right stick. Whether uh, A lot of guys, I think, are using too long of a stick. Um and Provorov does get handcuffed up there a lot. He's had multiple turnovers up at the top, uh, at the top of the point, and I think he would be served better by a by a short shorter stick. Um, I know a lot of defensemen want to use a long stick for. Um, lost my train of thought. A lot of defensemen want to use a longer stick for poke checking purposes and have a better reach. But I just think for handling the puck, it's better to have a short stick. And if you want to control the puck and keep it, uh, and protect it, you use your body. Like when, oh, he's using his reach to protect the puck. Like, uh, yes, Yager had a long reach, but he was using his ass to protect the puck. And he just was able to carry it out, you know, away from his body because he was so strong with his core and his, his ass and his legs were just ridiculous. Uh, that's funny to say out of context, um, and he was able to use his power to protect the puck that way. And I think a lot of guys, forwards and defensemen, would be better served with shorter sticks. And uh, I'm going to finish reading that article when I'm done here because I found it interesting, and I think there's a lot of truth to it. Yeah, Alex, Lyon's still, uh, Alex Lyon is still on uh, injured reserve. They left Elliott in, Nicked, because... They left Elliot in because Pickard's going to start tomorrow night, and... Uh, They want to have him fresh with a clean slate. What did you think of all the young kids playing on the same line? I dug it, you know, going into the game. When they announced... uh, Well, when they showed their lineup at practice the other day, the um, Limblom patrick konechny line. I like the makeup of that line. And, of course, the top line with... uh, You put Voracek back up there with Kutz and G. That was a really good line last year, so... I liked the makeup of the lineup. Um, I, we just... These guys just need to play better. There's only... You, you can only mess with the combinations so much. It's It doesn't change who the players are. The players just have to be better. Can we execute the shoot people uh, on the power play? I did think the Flyers needed to take more shots, especially early tonight. Um, but... I don't know. The shoot thing is—I find it funny at this point. When I go to games, if like, especially if Flyers are losing and I'm frustrated, and people are just yelling "shoot," like, if the goalie comes out to play the puck behind the net, I yell "shoot." I just do it nonstop. What's up with not giving Voracek an A last year and now this year with Katoriy? Uh you, you never know what kind of stuff goes into that. The team votes on it, and... Like, at the end of the day, the only thing the letters really designate is who can talk to the... Like, these are the guys who talk to the officials. Um, And maybe Couturier, being a center, just has a better rapport with some officials. There could be any number of things that go into it. I really don't think it matters all that much. I think it's one of the most overrated things in sports. Like... If they were to get rid of the captains and alternate captains, it's assistant captains, but it was this whole thing on Twitter today. Um, if they were to get rid of the C's and the A's altogether, uh, I would, I, I would love it because it's just such a useless conversation. One happy stat. It's just Game Three. I, I know. I listen, man. Well, Chara's, you know. Sam asks, "You mean Chara's twenty-foot stick?" Uh, Zdeno, Chara is also seven foot tall on skates, like he's a giant. He has to use that giant stick. Um, you know, Lindros w- had had a similar issue, and I I, I always use Chara as an example for uh, like the um, the change in sticks that I saw because. I was a phantom season ticket holder. A lot of people, if you listen to the show a lot, when I was a little kid, I was a phantom season ticket holder, and I watched Chara with the Kentucky Thoroughblades and I saw it, John Drew's basically Scott Stevens Scott Chara. Uh, it was basically the exact same hit that ended you know, Lindros' tenure with the Flyers. Um, and it was because he was scanning over the blue line with his head down because he's so freaking tall with a wood stick he can't feel the puck. Um, the new sticks, they're so light, and they're hollow, you can feel the vibration, you can have your eyes up, and puck handle, when you're a big guy that's really hard. Uh, I, I think it, like, if I always say if Lindros played today with today's technology, there'd be no one close. Um, but there is, you know... You can only hunch over so far. Like a short stick for a guy Chara's size or Lindros' size or Samuel Moran's size. You can only go so short when you're that freaking big. What's your thoughts on Provy so far this season? Is him busting his ASL season when he was left to dry catching up to him? Is it injury related? I just think he's playing poorly right now. Guys go through stretches where they're not themselves. Uh, And that's what I'm thinking I'm seeing out of Ivan Provorov. He's not – he doesn't look like the number one defenseman he looked like last year. And um, I I expect him to come around because I know he's a good player because I've seen him play really well. Uh, So it's disappointing because if he was playing well, they'd probably be 2-1 and instead of 1-2. and Um, But what can he do? Are you saying Yager is a thick hockey boy? That's exactly what I'm saying. Do you think Hacks survives this season? I do, because I think the team's going to be pretty good. Um, Again, we're only three games in. I think this team's going to contend to win the division down the stretch, and I can't imagine firing a division-winning coach. Um, Now, like, yeah, if they get swept in the first round by a wild-card team, sure, then possible, but I don't expect that to happen either. Like I said, I expect this team to—I expect this team— Obviously, to be in the top three in the division, but I think they're going to contend to win the division, and I expect them to win a playoff series. Now, if none of that happens, um, we can revisit, and perhaps it is time to make a coaching change. Again, I don't like the coach. I don't want him to be the coach, but I don't see it happening. Given my expectations, I don't think there's going to be enough cause for firing. Uh, this, isn't, this isn't the same organization, you know, that fired Terry Murray after he got to the, you know, Stanley Cup final. It's a little bit different. Do you think they should be more physical? They just don't look that physical. Uh, They're not, I mean, the game's different now. I would like, I think they do pass up too many opportunities to, um, to lay the body. Absolutely, I think they do pass up a ton of opportunities to do that. Um, I think they just need to, more than anything, I think they need to execute when they have the puck. I think they need to get the puck. I think they need to break it out. I think they need to get it through the neutral zone. And then when they're in the offensive zone, they need to complete their passes and score goals. That is the problem. Uh, everything else, yeah, I, I, I would love to see this team lay the body more. I would love to see them do a couple of, th- I would love to see them do a lot of things, but marking their guy in front of the net to me whether they cancel out a stick or lay him out I don't care, I just want to see them mark their guy in front of the net alright, we're at like 56 minutes, I'm just going to scroll down see what else is left this just in, still not worried about Provorov I'm not worried, no worried is not the word, disappointed yes Do you think the front office should spend more money on defense this offseason? Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be a guy named Eric Carlson available, and you need to go get him. You need to offer him everything he's ever wanted and go get him, because then you go from having a bad defense to having a good defense. All of a sudden, Phil Myers is here. Maybe Robert Haig is, you know, decent, or you replace him with, you know, maybe Samuel Moran comes back and he's better than Haig. Whatever. If you can roll out a top four that has Ghost Proverov, Sandheim and Carlson, all of a sudden you going you go from having a bad defense to having a good defense. And then the third pair is whatever you got left. Uh Gudis trying to think Gudis and McDonald will still be under contract next year. So will Haig. He's only an RFA when that expires. Uh yeah, so it's yeah, just go out and get Carlson. But I'm I really don't want to worry too much about next season. Again, we have seventy nine games left at least. Uh, yeah, I, I, Mike, I feel you. But they need they they made the decision that Elliot was gonna stay in tonight, and Pickard's gonna start fresh tomorrow. I sometimes you have to make sacrifices. Um. Imagine after the third goal, Pickard goes in. And at some point, he gets hurt. And now, Neuvert's already hurt. Lyon's already hurt. Elliott is going in after getting pulled the night before because you're playing it back-to-back. Um, you know, when he's 33, coming off abdominal surgery. And your only goalies in the AHL are a 20-year-old with one game of professional experience. And Anthony Stolarz, who coming off multiple knee surgeries and missed all of last year so i I realize it's frustrating to watch tonight and just see Elliot left out to dry um, and those first two goals I blame on him more than anybody um, but they made the decision and of everything that went wrong tonight I don't think that was a major uh I don't think that was a major blunder Oh, Yanks lost tonight? That's fun. At least we have that. Imagine if Jalen Mills was the highest-paid defender on the Eagles. That is the source of most people's rage towards. Andrew McDonald. Yeah. Does Weiss really play tomorrow? Um, I was joking on Twitter when I said... that Somebody tweeted at some point um, Wheel had only played like seven minutes and had no shots. And I said, that's that's Dale Weiss's music Um, but I think it's a definite possibility you know the coach the coach doesn't love Dale Weiss but he's clearly never liked uh, or at least since last season he hasn't loved Jordan Wheel too much either so I guess we'll see how it plays out in that instance I assume Raffle will jump up to the third line and Weiss oh my god Jesus Lawton, Lawton, Weiss and Laterra. my god Pickard has gritty on his mask. He'll do that. Was really cool, wasn't it? Uh, what station are you on again? Ninety-four WIP tonight, two to five thirty. Hey, Bill, are you doing post game tomorrow night? I will, and on Sunday afternoon as well. I'm going to be doing most of the post games, unless uh, you know, unless I tell you otherwise. Uh, it's pretty much pretty much my job to lose at this point. So keep turning tuning in if you want to see more Bill Mats. All right, guy. Uh, All right, guy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for hanging out. Thanks for participating in group therapy with me because, hey, we all need it sometimes. Uh, Like I said, I'll be on WIP from 2 to 5.30 tonight, tomorrow morning, whatever you want to call it. Um, Big Daddy Graham show overnight. That is my my usual shift. Thursday, but, of course, the Eagles play, so I will be on tonight. Uh, that's all I have for you. Uh, flyers are one and two. It's not the end of the world, but they absolutely need to be better. Let's hope that is the case and they come out and just stomp all over the Ottawa Senators tomorrow. Yeah, that's it. Um, That's all I got for you. So have a great week, everybody. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that